Ladies and gentlemen, we are living in an unprecedented, unprecedented, unprecedented time where your individual liberties are being handed over in the name of a government safety net or for the common good. You're tired of being told what you're allowed to say, how to live your life, or how to raise your kids. And so are we. We are the Break the Bell Podcast, and we believe your voice is your most powerful weapon. Join us weekly as we invade your ear holes with all the insanity that's going on in the world and expose the corrupt system that is hell-bent on keeping the power from you. You can check out Break the Bell every Monday night, streaming live on YouTube, or listen wherever you can find podcasts. Check out Break the Bell, and most importantly, never stop talking. This episode will be completely taken out of context. Welcome to the Fact Check This Podcast. All right, Fact Check This Podcast. And today, I thought about talking about COVID and considering I'm serving another two-week suspension on YouTube because fuck YouTube, uh, I even almost went with it. But I found this article, and I found this article in particular to be a lot more interesting and uh, entertaining and plus i'd like to keep it a relatively short episode for today and i'll go for a longer one on wednesday's show uh so let me just for anybody who's actually watching the video which if you aren't aware i am on rumble odyssey and sometimes bitshoot uh bitshoot has file size restrictions so these past few weeks when i've been having episodes that ran <laughs> two to three hours long with some of the live streams we've done uh, uh the video just came out file size was way too big to be putting on BitChute, but <clears throat> excuse me, everything else has been on Rumble and Odyssey and anything that's shorter than two hours will be on BitChute. Uh, so for anybody who likes to or is listening to this, I might be interested in looking at the article itself. I do have these. I'm pulling up the article on the video so you can have a look at it. Uh, it's from Salon, which for anybody who doesn't know, I've kind of been enjoying pulling stuff from, uh, for those who don't watch our morning show, the morning after that I do with Mark Metz and uh, Clyde of the South and Dag, we uh, we like to pull stuff from Salon, The Atlantic, um, Washington Post. Like we, we look at a lot of <clears throat> traditionally more leftist uh or left-wing, left-leaning newspapers and news sources. And I get pretty decent content out of it, honestly. Like, I don't think you should not look at these sites just because they tend to be leftist rags. Like, they still have good information, and you can occasionally find some, like, really good stuff. Like, we've reviewed several articles that were extremely well written and while they may have had their like leftist tropes here and there or some like trump derangement syndrome type stuff uh sprinkled in throughout the article they do have some pretty good stuff so you know don't don't completely write off the rag just because uh of what the content typically is like try reading some articles and see what you find because it, it is good Good stuff to engage with. So anyway, 100 plus ultra rich people warn fellow elites in an open letter. It's taxes or pitchforks. I love this sign here. Capitalists, warmongers, oppressors, your time is over. 
A group of more than 100 millionaires and billionaires on Wednesday presented fellow members of the global economic elite with a stark choice. It's taxes or pitchforks. In an open letter published amid a corporate-dominated virtual Davos summit, 102 rich individuals, including such prominent figures as Disney heiress Abigail Disney and venture capitalist Nick Hanauer, warned that history paints a pretty bleak picture of what the end game of extremely unequal societies look for, or look like. Did anybody know that there was a person named Abigail Disney? Or a venture capitalist named Nick Hanauer? Like These are the prominent figures that they're name-dropping for this letter. If, if you continue to read it, I'm not going to read the whole thing. The, the link will be in the show notes. I've already... I've already read it, uh, and I'm not reading it out loud on the on the podcast this time. Like I said, link will be in the show notes. You can read it yourself. It's not it's not terrible. It's kind of it's kind of fucking stupid, um, which is kind of what I wanted to get into. So the really the really stupid thing about this article is this hundred plus ultra rich people who warn their fellow elites that it's taxes or pitchforks and claim that the the uh, oppressed are going to rise up. Um, I'm trying to think of a good way to put this without just <clears throat> like ham fisting it, but I'm going to probably just ham fist it. They have good thoughts, but they ignore all of human history. Even in the situations where the the poor, the impoverished, have risen up to you know to overthrow their masters or whatever you want to put, however you want to put it, they always settle in for a new master, or they overthrow that lower tier of mastery, and then someone else from the higher tiers fills backfills that position. And and maybe that's why these hundred plus uh, ultra rich people are warning their fellow elites because because like Abigail Disney and Nick Hanauer, these are probably the hundred plus or so that are at that bottom tier. That see that they'll be the ones who get overrun. They'll be the ones who get overthrown. Because the people... <clears throat> excuse me. I need to get a drink of coffee. Because the people that they're writing these letters to, the people at Davos, at the World Economic Forum, the ones who are probably going to ignore this and just brush this off as unimportant, They're the ones at the top. They're the ones who are already pulling the strings of corporate and <clears throat> political ventures. They're the ones who don't have to be or don't have to worry about being overthrown. Because while Abigail Disney and Nick Hanauer may be considered prominent figures who are, have small names but have names nonetheless, the big ones at the top. They're unnamed. You don't know who they are. You you don't see them. They, they are not considered prominent because they stay out of that light. 
trying to find it. They make a they make a really interesting point that <clears throat> that the rich are not understanding how human history works, and that that these wealthy people are going to be on the wrong side of history. And, and then that's always a statement that I like to use the being on the wrong side of history. Well, history is written by the victor. So the person who determines which side is the wrong side is whoever is the one writing out the sides when it's all said and done. But they act like throughout human history that the, the oppressed mobs have risen up and overthrown those who are rich and powerful. And for some reason, they think that paying more in taxes is going to somehow be the solution to this problem. That if all of us rich people just start paying our fair share in taxes, that we're not going to be overthrown by the lowly mobs. That might be, that might be the most brain-dead, blue-pilled take you could ever possibly fucking have on a situation like this. The mob, generally speaking, does not give two shits how much Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or Bill Gates, or any other millionaire or billionaire pays in in taxes. Elon Musk will pay in some billion dollars, maybe multiple billion dollars in taxes this year. Do any of the peons who are screaming for his head, who are screaming to do away with billionaires, give a single solitary fuck that he's going to pay more in in taxes than literally every one of those bastards combined will? No. He'll pay more in taxes this year than they'll all combine for their entire lives over. Do they care? No. That's not going to stop them from wanting his head on a fucking plate. It's not going to stop them from wanting to bust up any and every company that is creating millionaire and billionaire CEOs and CFOs and owners and whatever. They don't care. So the smart ones, the smart ones who are positioned at the top, they know that. They know that the average human being is fucking stupid and does not care at all about how much they pay in taxes. The thing with this situation is the ones who are like like the Abigail Disney and some of these others that are giving stuff away and selling stuff off and trying to be more environmentally environmentally conscious, trying to be more uh, not not consumer conscious, but more uh, more like in touch with the lower class, you know. Um, they didn't work for it. They didn't earn it. They didn't they didn't build anything themselves. They didn't make it. They inherited this shit. They they walked into being rich. 
And so they don't have any skin in the game. They don't have anything, you know, behind it. They're, they're okay with saying, yes, we should give it all up. We should give up more and more and more. We should just placate to the ignorant masses. I mean, and it's, it's cute. It's whatever. That's, that's uh, their prerogative, I suppose. They don't have any skin in the game. They don't have any reason to fight for it. Uh, the Bezos and the Elon Musks, like they built this shit from the ground up. They they have a vested interest in you know, what they've created and what they've been a part of. That they're going to want to maintain it and keep it for as long as they can, and they're not going to pander to the mob. They're not going to listen to these bunch of idiots who didn't do anything to make their money, who just got it handed to them on a silver platter. And so it means nothing to them to give it up because they don't have anything invested in getting it to begin with. And, and, and on top of that, they also understand that it doesn't matter that nobody like Elon Musk knows that nobody cares how much he pays in taxes. He can talk about it all day long, every day. Nobody cares. No, nobody in the government cares. The government figures who are calling for, you know, taxing the rich. They don't care that the rich already pay more in taxes than anybody else on the planet. Doesn't matter. The people who are calling for eat the rich and and to kill all the billionaires or whatever the psychotic left is always droning on about. They don't care. Nobody backed off or stopped saying that. Elon Musk and Tesla should be dissolved or done away with just because he pays literally more in taxes than anybody else on the planet. They don't care. The All of this kind of points toward a I'm trying to think of the best way to put it uh, like a dreamy unrealistic view of communism because that's what it all kind of boils back down to like they want they want socialism or whatever you know democratic socialism it's all based on this like wishy-washy idea of what that is and what that means that doesn't actually exist like it doesn't there is nowhere on the planet where either communism or socialism has actually been what they want it to be and what they pretend that it is. Historically, it has never become that. You know, the eat the rich, end all the end all the millionaires and billionaires. You know take away their companies and make it all make it all public. Every time that's been tried, every place on the country that that or on the planet that that has been utilized to some extent or another has been an abject failure and has ended in horrible horrible things for the people involved. Look at Venezuela. Look I mean like like Russia uh, or not Russia, the Soviet Union just kind of stopped. Like it just kind of ended. And like that's that's like the best outcome. 
is that it just ends and the fringe parts of of that experiment become their own thing and do their own thing and, and like now russia is i think i talked about it with uh mark metz a couple weeks ago like if you look at russia they're relatively stable they've kind of got it figured out like they as a country while it's not uh may not, it you know it's definitely not perfect it's definitely not what it was during the soviet union and and they have a certain level of uh autonomy for the business class and uh there it is still very largely dictatorial in the way that the government kind of runs things but you know it, they've kind of figured certain aspects of it out so it's a lot better than it was you know during the communist you know soviet union run portion of history but if you look at venezuela in the in the wake of of their socialist movement and everything like it is a complete and total disaster <clears throat> like the 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 left always likes to tout and hold up the nordic countries uh sweden and denmark and and all of those as as being these like beautiful example beautiful shining examples of uh democratic socialism done right but if you look at those countries they are wildly wildly different from anything that what the of what the uh the left wants to have happen here in the u.s they're extremely free market they're extremely capitalistic they just have their they are a free market capitalistic society with a large social program. And that's, and the way that they make it work is, I would argue, untenable for the United States, especially based on the types of social programs that we currently currently have in place and the way that they're construed. It, it's just not, uh, there's not any good alignment that would make it functionally workable in the United States. And that's really what's really funny about that. So I had made, I, see, I tried to stay away from fucking COVID, and here I am circling back like Jin Saki. Um, I had made the argument somebody, somebody was saying, you know, talking about the things that the US had done wrong. And another person said, uh, during the COVID pandemic, another person said, well, what should have, what should have been done in that case? I said, I think uh, Sweden is the example that you're looking for. And I said, well, Sweden's not the United States. It's like, uh, you're the one who's arguing that uh, democratic socialism, Sweden style, is what we should be implementing in the United States. So is it or isn't it? Like if democratic socialism for Sweden would work the exact same uh, here in the United States, then uh, COVID policy should work the exact same here in the United States. But, you know, can't... Uh, you can't bring up logical inconsistencies because that causes their brain to fry. The the NPCs don't don't do well when presented with a logical inconsistency. They just shut down and call you a racist. Which we covered on Monday's episode of No, Wednesday. We covered that on Wednesday's episode of uh the morning after. That we are definitely all extremely racist. That's a joke. I'm going to pitch that show more and more regularly on this show because we just don't have enough viewers. And I know at least 
20 to 30 of you or 20 to 30 people listen to this show and all 20 or 30 of you should be watching the morning after I'll include a link of that for that in the show notes as well. Cause you should really be checking it out. We have a lot of fun. We talk about, we talk about random news topics and we try to stay away from, uh, we try to stay away from libertarian BS, which I will actually be getting to more of the libertarian BS here going forward because we've got state conventions and uh, national convention and all kinds of fun stuff coming up. It is, after all, an election year. And this will be a fun year in general because it is an election year. Oh, I could hit on uh, Joe Manchin and Kristen Cinema knocking down the voter reform bills and and the ending of the filibuster and all of that, but we'll save that for another day. I'm sure it'll be covered. Uh, sure, it's probably been covered on other shows by this point, and who knows? I may get more into that and the COVID stuff on Wednesday, but I think I, I think I covered everything I wanted to with the ultra-rich people and their uh, taxes or pitchforks. I think that'll be the name of the episode. Get your pitchforks out, folks. Get them sharpened up. Buy swords, axes, knives, daggers. Let's get ready to roll. Oh, not that that'll ever happen. All right. I think that's it. I think I'm going to wrap it up on that. Hope everybody has a good rest of your day. I will be back on Wednesday with another episode. And yeah. Wow. I really sucked it up today. Sorry. This is uh, about online with, or on par with my normal professionalism. But hey, it is what it is. It's Monday. Fuck it. Have a good one.